When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone and welcome to another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thank you for joining us. Jericho's new theme there. It's not that new. Yeah, Judas sort of fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. Very good, eh, Tony? Uh, hello, boys. How are you both? Yeah, I'm going well, mate. Yourself? Marvellous, thank you. Marvellous. How was your weekend? It was pretty busy. Uh, wrestling filled. Yeah. Uh, two nights of wrestling. Nice. Uh, that's good. Leading into next, well, this weekend, two nights of wrestling yes, as exactly. well. We also released a video of um of yes. our exploits. We've got a Brewster. We all, you know what Sydney coffee's meant to. Yeah, be no, like. I do exactly. Yeah. So Better be safe than sorry. I say we've locked in a barista. Yep. Um, have I we have we got the Sydney lingo down, Pat? Well, yes, we've got ourselves a translator. Yeah, yeah, as well. No stone so. unturned. We want to be comfortable when we're up there. That's mm, for sure. Make this feel like as as much like Melbourne as possible. Last week's show with Jessica Troy, uh, good vibes. Yeah, and we we met Jessica for the first time on Saturday, and I did see that photo. Yeah, um, she's lovely. Yeah, yeah. So no, it was it was really good fun having her. And um, yeah, so we'll um, and we while we were up there, uh, while we were at MCW yes. on Saturday, we. Went to catch up with the girls from Lux. Fantastic. Zena and Kingsley. Um, it's fair to say that, look, it's not on the tape because um, Lyle was mumbling before we started recording and Kingsley um, had a go at you. Uh, yeah, she... Uh, you didn't enunciate well I enough. didn't enunciate. I, I feel like I, I did get a nice volley back midway through there. Interview That's what I'm setting the scene yeah, for. You so did try and put it back on her. I, I tried, yeah. Unsuccessful. Oh, of course, it was terribly unsuccessful. Uh, well, this is the most fun I've just about had on an interview. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, it was. And it, it, hopefully it comes across in the interview. It was fun, even though I did have to... I don't... No offence, but I think I played the Tony this week. Walshie and Lyle catching up with Kingsley and Xena from Lux at MCW9. We are backstage at the Thornbury Theatre at MCW where we're joined by Zena and Kingsley from Lux. Hi. Hello. How are you going? Thank you for your time. That's okay. okay. I mean, <laughs> we don't have anything better to do right now. Right. Like, to we're do so our chill. makeup. We're so chill. Get we're so up. ready. We're so ready. Let's go. I guess we have some time with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we'll address last night. Um, I was very disappointed. Um... Unfortunately, you're unsuccessful in your matches. Um, I blame Edwin, the referee. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah, terrible ref. Um, Ejected me from your match. I I know. I mean... (laughs) Seems a little bit over the top. Maybe he went a bit early. I think there's a bit of a bias on favouritism. Interstate? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, Sydney Sydney folk aren't very uh, well-received here in Melbourne. 
I believe uh, Edwin is a part of the conspiracy. Yeah. Well, what I understand is he ejected Zena from Kingsley's match, mm. and then he was refereeing Zena's match. Mm. Was there a protest put in? Of course. Of course. Management is aware. Very, very aware. We're not happy with it, the outcome. We should be in the finals. Let alone, not even... The final is... The final outcome should be Lux MCW Women's Championship. Either one of us. Doesn't matter. Co-champions. Yes, absolutely. It should have been Lux, but, you know, Edwin is uh, the culprit here, but... But you think it could go higher up than Edwin? Definitely. Definitely. All right. Definitely. We'll do some investigation. Oh, way heavy, mate. Way heavy. We're on it. (laughs) Anything that's going to come out in the show tonight? Um... You're going to go to management tonight or wait until the show finishes? Hmm. Well, we have a match tonight. We have to focus on that. Yes. Exactly. But <laughs> not much focus going to be, you know, put into it because we know we're going to win. We, we are a legitimate tag team. Together. Together. Tali and um, Avery. <laughs> the last time they met each other, they were wrestling each other. Yeah. Right? They're not really friends. <laughs> they don't really work together. They probably don't even have each other's phone number. Right. Do they even have last names? I don't even know their last names. <laughs> Honestly. Tali. Oh, no. Tali? Yeah. Tali who? Starly. Starly? Who are they? I don't think they even know each other. So. Avery is a favourite here. Maybe the bias might trickle into that match. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nice joke there. Nice joke. <laughs> Avery was also out on injury just recently, so. Oh, I heard that too. Hmm. We can play with her little hips today. Oh, yeah. like Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's mess up her hips. Cool, cool, mm. cool. Now let's talk about tea. What do you want to know about tea? Why? Because I, I like tea. I don't like tea. I, I also like tea. Well, I don't yeah. like you. Prefer coffee. Mm. Yeah, yeah, me too. You were like Sam Osborne then, but Ooh. he's a very big uh, coffee guy. <laughs> coffee guy. Melbourne's a big coffee city. Mm. Mm. So, See, that's why I don't like Melbourne. Big reason why I don't like Melbourne. <laughs> Ooh, it's kind of gross. What about the like. tea, though? I want to know what's your favourite. Oh, okay. So, mm, okay. I'm really big on the peppermint tea. Yeah. Very, very relaxing for someone very young. I have peppermint tea at home. I have chamomile oh, yeah? in it as well. Did you just well. cut me off while I was talking? You did. I did, actually. I did. <laughs> Sorry. I did. I asked my question to give my answer. Yeah, but I don't really care about your interests, um, dude. Getting so. that listeners, to be honest. Okay, yep. All right. Continue. Thank you. I didn't like you before, but now... Putting you back. Yeah, you've won me over. You know, I put in the work. So, yeah, no, peppermint tea is very good. It's very relaxing, especially for uh, stressful situations like the people we face <laughs> on a daily basis, like mm. Charlie, Avery, the people we faced yesterday. I don't we were, drink tea. Mm, <laughs> we're, we're working on our friendship, but <laughs> but because we uh, have our differences, we have our strengths as well. Yeah, we come together. You know, we understand mm. each other. And that's okay that you don't like tea. Yeah, I'll still use your tea. But... She she accepts who I am. I accept who she is. I don't accept who you are because you just cut me off before. So that's fair enough. Mm. Well, hopefully, I learn from the mistake. Right. Drink some peppermint tea. Relax yourself. I haven't yeah. had one today. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah, you have a lot of problems. That's one of them. Um, speaking of continuing with the tea theme, right? Is it the drinking tea versus the throwing tea? Do you use the same one, or you don't want to waste like your favorite tea? Do you want me to let out all my secrets about the tea? Do you want me to spill all the tea? Yes, I think people it. want to know. I don't think that no. 
I'm not going to answer that question because I like to keep my secrets. I like to keep my tea to myself. I only spill the tea when they deserve it. Obviously, we'll take that on board. Mm. Coffee's not. That's his problem. Mm. So um, we're heading up to Sydney next weekend. And we're trying to make it feel as much like Melbourne as possible. What do you mean? (laughs) We're bringing our own barista with us. Why would you do that? Sydney coffee. (laughs) It's not quite at the standard that we're used to. Why are we talking to these I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you're wasting your time doing that. No one's going to buy coffee from you. We're not trying to sell it. It's for me to drink personally. Just stay in Melbourne. Bringing my own coffee maker with me. Right. You might as well just stay in Melbourne because we wouldn't want to hang out with you drinking your coffee. No one really wants to hang out with Melbourne people drinking coffee. You we're, bringing, we're bringing um, a wrestler with us as well. So. A wrestler? Yeah. Were you allowed to announce that yet? What's the tea? Well, it's been announced, but we'll, we'll keep that quiet. We're not going to spill. What's no. the point of bringing up tea like that when they're not going to mm. spill it? Well, Royce Chambers is coming along with us. Oh. We just said we weren't going to spill it. Well, I couldn't help it. Wow, they're really bad at keeping the tea. <laughs> I, mean, I can't give you that too much of drink. I, so I, I am free drinks deep. So. Oh, voice Chambers, Flippy Boy. Yeah. We, we've had an encounter with Flippy Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. We beat him up. Oh, we beat him up real good. <laughs> what are your thoughts on his mullet? No, big no, but he'll fit in. He'll fit in. Because he's in. hanging out with you guys. You losers. Mm. So, <laughs> won't be hard to miss. So, we're just going to avoid you mullet people, you losers. Okay. You drink coffees in your corner. <laughs> Thanks um, for coming to the show, though, guys. You know, next week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the support. Really appreciate it. Talk, but, but let's talk about the, the weekend. Um, it'll be two nights. It's like a festival of wrestling with the fan forum. And mm-hmm. Do you really want to get that close to the fans? <laughs> Listen. We like the fans. Yeah. Some are good, some are bad. Yeah. We, we have our We don't hate them all. We don't hate them all. We appreciate the support because they're smart for supporting us. And yeah. they love us, so we can't hate that. We can't hate that. <laughs> so, I don't know, are you going to visit us? We are. We are. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think I announced on our podcast that you're among my favourite wrestlers. Once Indy Hartwell left the country, I had to find a new favourite wrestler. Oh. So, co favorite. So, I've got co favourite wrestlers. Yes. And it's, um, it's Royce yeah. because of the mullet and, and the two of you. Oh, so we're his second favourite. No, equal. It's equal. Oh. I believe in socialism. Sounds social like yeah. second favourite. <laughs> sounds like, oh, she's not here anymore. anymore. So we'll just see who else is on the, on the radar. Oh, you know, Lux. Promos. Oh, Lux. Oh, he's viral on Twitter. Oh, Lux. I guess. Let's use them like to get more ratings. Oh, on the podcast. Oh, you're my favourite. Oh, hashtag that's the tea. Oh, that's tea. Oh. We are doing a live podcast at the Fan Fest. You know, you're Not more than welcome. Okay. okay. You can come on. That's fine. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You're inviting us. It's an open invitation. Open invitation. I think we'll be invitation. In- invitation. <laughs> invitation. I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to enunciate. Oh, you you throwing that back in, Mr. Mumbler. <laughs> uh, you, you, want, you want to go there? No, go actually there? I don't. You actually want to go there? I'll fight you. Anyway, serious journalism, <laughs> you've got questions you said you wanted to ask. Yeah. So the big the big two shows, it's big for the company. Oh, oh, it's, it's a, oh, oh, oh. you okay there? No, don't we ask how you. 
I'll start yeah. again. Yeah, please start again. Enunciate. Enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> amateur, amateur. So amateur. Oh, Melbourne. So it's a big weekend for PWA as a company and for yourselves. What are you looking forward to the most? The most. <laughs> <laughs> Love him to death. He has a little little title match coming up, doesn't he? <laughs> and guess who's winning? My Uncle Bonza. Red Nation has the PWA Heavyweight <laughs> Championship. And that's the team. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. It belongs to the Red Nation. Looking forward to it. And so. I look forward to that too. What do you think, Zena? What do you look forward to? Do we have anything for us? Yeah, we're going to make an appearance. Mm. We can't tell them our secrets, though. That's true. That's true. I already let out all the tea mm. just then about my, my familial side. Yeah. But us. Mm. That's another story. That's another story. We like that you guys don't get to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be in the crowd. We, we, yeah, we'll see it when everyone else sees it. I don't think you deserve the Lux tea right now. No, not right now. No, you don't they have that They can pay luxury. for a ticket. Yeah, pay for a ticket. Yeah. Then you'll see. Everyone should pay for a ticket. Absolutely, but you should pay actually because Cause they're our fans. And well. you're yeah. <laughs> they're our oh fans. yeah, little fans. But I'm trying to. Oh yeah. Oh, let's get them on the podcast. Oh, our new favorite wrestlers. New favorite wrestlers. Locks. Get the ratings. Oh, locks. Yeah. Is that all right? We see. We see. Right. I feel so like used. I know. Should we be um? We should be compensated for this. Why are we? Co- why aren't we compensated? I feel for a bit this? offended. A little bit. A little bit. Do I care? Oh, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say a little bit. I would say like majorly, like a lot. Mm. A lot of offense. Yeah, okay. Anyways, sorry, next question. Go. So we're very offended now. <laughs> well, Miles very offensive. Yeah. No, no. So we've seen a rise in women's only wrestling shows in Australia. Mm. Um, how do you feel about, you know, the increased popularity of women's wrestling? Good question. Very serious question. Serious. I got to be serious because he's not carrying his weight. Clearly not. Clearly not. I think he's done with his life right yeah, now. I think he hates <laughs> us. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Well, look. It's very good. Oh, it's very positive. We have a, a big rise in numbers with female wrestlers now. Um, mm. That well, that wasn't there um, years and years ago. Yeah. But. It wouldn't happen without people like Shaz McKenzie and Madison Eagles, especially, who paved the way for us and obviously given given us their, their knowledge and their experience to make us better wrestlers, you know, and continue this growth of women's wrestling. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, pretty much. Um, it, there's new opportunities now as well. MCW Women's Championship here. Yeah, like you said, Indy got signed. Indy got signed. So now there's another spot. Yeah. Oh, Lars on the radar. <laughs> Let's do them. But in saying that Indy going overseas, it just shows that there is a rise in women's wrestling. Indy going overseas to NXT is such a, a huge thing. We've got people like Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley um, representing Australia as well. There's obviously the Iconics, you know, in WWE, and it just shows that, hey, there are eyes watching 
watching us and they do want wrestling from Australia, but in particular, women's wrestling. So well, I feel like the girls have been the flag bearers in Australia for, for a really long time. Um, going back to Madison, um, Kelly Skater mm. and um, Tennille. Yes, Tennille. Yes. So um, it's just it's, it's been a wealth of talent for a long time. And now I feel like there's a production line of yeah. fantastic wrestlers. Yes. And that's the team. <laughs> Speaking of the production line, what's it like at the PWA Academy training as a team? And obviously, the production line, males and females, they're spread across the country now. Oh, Ooh, okay. Do you do you want to start, or you want me to? Oh, okay, okay. She's she's busy texting. Sorry. Um. Okay. So, how to put this? PWA. I don't know if this is bias or anything like that. But I believe is the best wrestling company in Australia right now. I believe with the coaches like Robbie Eagles, Madison Eagles, people like Mick Moretti, um, Caveman Oak, um, Jack Bonza, they they all have different wrestling styles and they cater for everyone and they understand people and and their students what they want out of wrestling and are willing to teach how teach them how to be better wrestlers. Um, it's just a very welcoming environment. We have so many characters, so many people coming from different wrestling companies, or even just starting off fresh in tryouts. Um, just very passionate about what they do, and they and these coaches see this this passion, and they want to keep growing um, with us and keep PWA alive um, with that passion. So. I, I feel very strongly about PWA in a very positive light. I I represent PWA all the way through. I'm very loyal to PWA because they have been very good to me with their training and our relationship with them. So, yes. Fun fact, I was a little PWA fan. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> so I watched like the Iconics when they were in the Masonic Center wrestling, Robbie Eagles, even Diamond when they were tagging. Oh. <laughs> I was like cheering for them and now I get to be in the same ring, so. Yeah, yeah that's a crazy. Very, that's a crazy origin yeah. story for Xena. A little, mm. little fan, little PW, PWA fan. Yeah, yeah. how yeah. embarrassing. Had like you know the Simpsons, Homer Simpsons. That's <laughs> amazing. Homer Simpson doesn't have hair. Yes, he has. Like, yeah, but like that shape. <laughs> the moccasin around the around the head. That's it. But in saying that, just from her perspective, like PWA has come a long way mm. as well. So she. So like everyone getting it. opportunities now, like from what they used to wrestle in front of, like you know, fifty people, a hundred people, to them. Mm. Getting like drawing 300, 400 mm. people every show, selling out every show. Yeah, absolutely. People getting opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Like, do, yeah, PWA is doing something. Happy for like Robbie Eagles, Shaz, even got a yeah. EW, yeah, big opportunities for the for mm. all of us, and like just even like being streaming on Overplay as well, huge step in the right direction. Like mm. we have eyes everywhere on us, and that's what we want because we're working hard towards being the best wrestlers as we can and wanting to have these eyes on us. Um, and I feel like we have a great family and a great production team. And we take care of each other. And taking, each other, taking care of each other to make the best happen for us. So, yeah. I've noticed a lot of wrestlers doing game shows and reality TV shows lately. <laughs> where, 
Where would Lux best fit in that? Where would you best like to see Lux? Mm. Everywhere. Everywhere. We have an idea. Oh, we do have to. Do we want to spill it? Should we spill the tea? <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah, okay, let's talk. As a maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if it runs next year, maybe yeah. not this year, maybe next year. Yeah. I know, I'm crazy. You've booked this year. Mmm. We're on the radar. On the radar. For the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but. Do we spill it? I think, nah. No. No, <laughs> I think, yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. So, we're thinking Lux for the Amazing, Amazing Race. That would be incredible. Yeah, <laughs> Makes That's so the only answer. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it, it just works. It works. I mean, we're bad with directions. We'll probably I be know. out in the first round, like but China like, somewhere, know. you know, get stuck there. It's a free trip. Would you eat, like, grasshoppers? Probably not. Yeah. We'll probably cry about it on TV. Yeah. Hey, get those ratings. Yeah, for you guys. For you guys. But your social media savviness may help you. Mm. Um, do we really need the, the amazing race, though? No, the, the amazing, like, the amazing race needs you. That's true. That's true. See, I like See, we have to think like that. Yeah, like people want us, they need us. They That's need why us. we need our own. But yeah, continue. Yeah, continue. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been interesting. <laughs> no, you're very welcome. But are you? Anyway, we look forward to seeing you at Coliseum mm. doing what you're not telling us what you're going to be doing um, mm -hmm. because it's still a secret and everyone should get their tickets right now. Definitely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Clap for you. Hi, this is WWE Hall of Famer Greg the Hammer Valentine and you're on the turnbuckle. Well, there you have it, the boys with Kingsley and Xena from Luxo. A lot of fun. Yes, they are very talented young ladies. Uh, boys, we're going to continue our interview phase, our second interview of the night, and we're going to talk Warzone Wrestling Australia. Big show coming up for the guys on October the 19th. That is this Saturday at Mulgrave. They want to see all the Warzone army out there and uh, along at the show. And joining us here in the studio to have a chat about it all is Pitbull. G'day, Pitbull. How are you? Oh, thank you so much, Tony and uh, fellas, for having me. Uh, it's uh, you know much appreciated. Thank you very much. Oh, much you do appreciate. a great job here. Thank you, mate. We really appreciate that. And we really appreciate you coming in to the studio. It's so much better to talk to someone face-to-face face, face, isn't it? Than, than on the phone. On the phone, yeah. I was in my bathroom when you took that phone call last time too with Slade versus. So I thought it wasn't appropriate, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, it's all right. We've done many a non-appropriate thing. Is that because Slade Mercer gives you the shits? Yeah, very, very clever. Good yes, good old Slady. You know, he's, uh, he's, a, he's, he's done well for himself, hasn't he? But yeah, he does give me the shits. There's a lot of blokes that have done well for themselves, <laughs> haven't they, in the last few years? There, there is, at Warzone. Um, yeah, look, we've got uh, Jean Wen. Um, he's progressing fantastically um, and he's got a great following now. Uh, Kaz Jordan, who is our current Heritage Champion. Um, Kaz has, uh, has progressed fantastically the last two years and even the last 12 months, and that's even including his shoulder injury that kept him out for a couple of months as yeah. well too. Um, and then you've got your old stalwarts, like myself, I'm still kicking. You know, Slade Mercer, who's just gone from, uh, even though he gives me the shits, he's just gone from uh, strength to strength. 
Um, you know, the, the depth, that's the one good thing I love. Well, not the one good thing. One of the good things I love about Warzone Wrestling is uh, the depth of the talent in the roster and the shows that we which, uh, we have are, um, you know, are fantastic. And you've got, uh, there's a battle royal on yes. at the next show, which is always fun. It is fun. Um, and we've got, uh, it is a heavily stacked battle royal. We, we well, obviously, uh, there's a bit of, uh, you know, I've entered myself for the Rumble. Same Benny know, English is in the match. One, yes. Well, what funny you say that. Uh, good old Benny. Uh, what, uh, as uh, it's stated online there on our Facebook page, Warzone Wrestling Australia, um, it, he entered a uh, 12-month uh, uh, competitor's uh, con uh, contract last year to be in the uh, big 10th uh, um, anniversary match with uh, Dowie James. It was a no-DQ match? It was a no-DQ yeah. match, yeah. Good raps on that match too. It was a very good match, very good match. And uh, Benny trained for, I oh, know Benny trained for a while um, for that one to get himself in shape and, and took the match, you know, as, as, you know, 10th anniversary match, it's a very serious affair, um, got himself in great shape. But he signed a 12-month contract for a fighter's clause, a competitor's contract. And uh, good old Benny, uh, I think he's outsmarted himself because <laughs> uh, last event he come on, come out and, uh, you know, spruiking his, uh, um, you know, uh, manager uh, ex expertise and putting himself out there and uh, a few other indiscretions over the last 12 months. I think the board just gone, right, oh, we've had enough for you and uh, we're going to teach you a lesson and you're entering the Rumble and if you don't, you're in breach of your contract, so this should be interesting, yeah. Very interesting. Mad Dog and Cletus as Mad well. Mad Dog and Cletus, yeah, the old veterans. Myself, yeah. Carlo Cannon makes his return to yeah, Warzone as well too after right. breaking his leg on the last event. The last Warzone event he was on broke his leg. Or Andy Phoenix claims he broke his leg, the crippler. That's how he's coming across <laughs> his name. We, we were gutted. I, I remember the mood between the three of us when we heard that that had happened and it was just horrifying for him because he was a guy that was just coming into his own, wasn't he, at that point in time? He was reinventing himself. Yeah. He was. It's been a tough journey back for Carlo. Anyone who follows him on social media sees mm. the, has seen the ups and downs and gone through a lot of that with him. So mm. it's fantastic to see him now back in the ring doing what he loves. It's brilliant. It is really good. And, you know, his body's been through a lot. He's had his back, his, uh, his neck. He's, uh, I mean, I think he's done every part of his body, but he still keeps bouncing back. And, He's resilient, and um, one thing about Carlo, he's passionate, very passionate. Wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh, the way he runs his training school, um, you know, the guys are all buying there, and it's a, you know we have an affiliation with Vicious Pursuit uh, Training Academy mm. now. Uh, Warzone does, so I think that was an important uh, alliance to to form, um, get those young guys coming through, um, and yeah, his passion is infectious. So I've um, been down to be vicious pursuit and watched Carlo with his students yeah. and um, it's fantastic. And I feel like he's a big part of why there's a depth of talent uh, that Warzone are tapping into. Massive, massive. And you've got Carlo. So in the rumble, you've got uh, Carlo, myself, John uh, Wen, Gore, big Gore's in the rumble as well too. Mm, Cracker Jack's brother for people who don't yeah, know. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, you think John Wen's big, well, uh, Gore's even a little bit bigger. So, uh, and better looking than Cracker Jack too, which is hard to believe. Uh, oh, have you asked Cracker Jack about that? <laughs> then, yeah. He might get yeah, yeah. <laughs> He wears a mask. So it's hard to say. Big That's Gore, why he's better looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich but, coming so, from you, Tony. Yeah. 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 I think it's a bit rich coming from all of us. I mean, gee whiz, <laughs> the ugly stick's been, uh, hasn't been very kind to all of us, I don't think. But yeah. Um, 
No, it's the depth of uh, of talent in the Rumble. We've got uh, Emmanuel returning as well to Warzone to uh, enter the Rumble. We've got uh, Jake Navarra, Fox. Um, you know, the depth in the Rumble is uh, is, is very... Uh, and you might have a few surprise entrants as well there too. Uh. What I like about it is it's usually you see a Rumble or a Battle Royal and there's you know that there's only one or two guys that can win it. I feel like this Rumble... There's twenty. There's twenty. There's twenty yep. guys who yep. could win it. Because last time I was at a Warzone show, um, there was a a rumble, and the winner was not the expected winner. No. Who do you expect to win that one? By the way, um, I, don't know, I thought one of the big guys yeah. would win it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like one of the favourites. Um. Fo- maybe Fox. Yeah. But um, and even him, the way he's progressed the last twelve months, he's I got mean, himself super fit. He has, but he's he's such a nice kid as well. Tell I me, mean, he's call him a kid. All kids, <laughs> I don't mean that in any dis- disrespectful way, but he, he's such a nice kid. He listens, takes direction, um, and just everything's yep, no problem. So you know, those people around are priceless. So last could- time I was at Warzone, um, I was backstage doing some announcing. Yes. Um, and it wasn't really a safe working environment for me. There was a baseball <laughs> attack on Dowie James, which I almost. You nearly got, got in the way of. Yeah, I heroically ran away. Um, I never laughed so much at a promo <laughs> video ever. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Have you? Have you? Has the backstage area been sorted out since then? Uh, we have. There's a uh, separate uh, backstage area for the interviews now with uh, Lord Andy Coyne. So uh, now we uh, all about. We're always on the ball with OH and S issues at uh, Warzone, mate. You call him yeah, close personal friend, but. The way you ran away, you were... Mm. I was going to get help. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, Andy Coyne's a kill of a man, and, and we know this, because yep. you only get someone to replace you who you know is not going to do a good job. Of course, you're not going to you're not gonna book yourself out of a very job. Very clever for Andy uh, Coyne. Brent was all right, mate. He, he, look, it was very early stages in his uh, in his career, so, uh, you know... He's, I, think, uh, yeah, I think that um, I'd, be, I'd be knocking it out of the park now, but he knew, he knew that I was green. Yeah. Um, uh, speak, uh, just in case anyone's concerned, seven and a half minutes and Lyle hasn't said a freaking thing yet. Any well, chance you ask a question? Or you well, every time I go to talk, <laughs> I think he's hungry. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a little bit hungry, actually. Could go a chop, maybe. Um, He's too expensive these yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to take it a bank mortgage to buy meat just, these days. You mentioned those names in the Battle Royal. Yep. Um, is there a ticketing system or a number system of who's going to get their hands on Benny English first? Because I... I think it'd be 19 other people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Know. How are you going yeah. to sort it out? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, first in best dress yeah. might be that one, pretty <laughs> you, much. Yeah. And you just don't want to throw him over. You want to leave him in there so you can share oh, the carcass around? We'd like to use, sort of use him as a human pinball, you wouldn't would, would sort of imagine. Yeah, he's uh, been in that position before. Look, me and Benny go way back in terms of our battles, and uh, he's been a thorn in my side in wrestling for for quite some time. So uh, um, there's been a couple of promotions where uh, I actually had him uh, had to uh, strip off down to his uh, underwear and lo and behold, he was wearing a bra and panties, which was uh, quite oh, bad. Hey, if that, yeah, no, if that's yeah, his go, that's own. his go. Yeah, each to their own, yeah. yeah just just don't, don't pinball him around too much because knowing Benny English, he could actually... Find himself as the last man standing. Well, he Somehow, might. You know how shifty he is. Well, exactly. I mean, he might curl up in a ball in the corner and hide until everyone's <laughs> everyone done. forgets about yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> let's talk a little bit. We'll come back to Warzone near the end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We've got you've driven all the way out here. I want to talk about you. That's worth the drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were quite late breaking into I the was. wrestling business compared yeah. to what most people would see as the norm. Yep. 
Yep. 35? 35, right? correct. I started training when I was 34. Um, I just finished uh, bouncing for about 10 years So and playing local football for uh, the good old Mooney Valley Footy Club, um, 99 Premiers. Um, sort of throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was the last premiership, uh, um, senior premiership they won too, actually. 20 so, years ago this year. Yeah, yeah. They were just did you have a reunion? Yeah, we did. Yeah, great, great day. Uh, the club, I mean, we're, we're going off a bit tracky, but the club put on a bloody good day. It was great to see all those, some of those guys I hadn't seen since the flag. So yeah. it was a really good day. And hopefully a few of the Mooney Valley boys can get down to uh, Warzone this uh, Saturday night as well too. So if they behave themselves. They're a bit wild, <laughs> some of those boys. <laughs> so picking it up at 35. Yeah. Tough gig. It is. Well, my body was great. My knees weren't. So, um, you know, it might be a silly question. Well, and my good friends at the time said, mate, what are you doing? Your knees are shot. You can't play football anymore. It's not that I couldn't play. It's if I ran on yeah. the hard grounds, my knees would ache for about a week. Oh, I feel you. No, yeah. 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 We're all in the same so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, what do I do? So I was bouncing at the time and uh, an old retired wrestler who was a fantastic wrestler at the time, uh, Jungle Cat, Matty Muir, mm. um, was bouncing with me at uh, Viper Room in Chapel Street there. Interesting place that was. Very interesting place, yeah. 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 Yeah, um, I remember going there once, but I don't remember getting home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that big, still, that big walk down the right. stairs. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. that big year like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It got many people. There was many people I've seen take the tumble down those stairs, yeah. mate. Don't worry. Yeah. So I thought, what am I going to do? I thought, do I? Because I've been boxing since I was about fifteen. Um, I thought, do I get back in the ring. Uh, Thirty-five, probably not. Because um, I, I want to my competitive juices will take over and no doubt I want to fight competitively. Well, I didn't have the time. You want to fight competitively, it's a full-time occupation, otherwise you're going to get killed. So um, I didn't have the time to do that. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Maddie's it was really, really weird the way we got, because Maddie come in and Maddie's a very humble guy. And um, we were sitting around one night, um, club had closed and a couple of knockoff drinks as you do. And uh, Maddie's got arm and he's done this forward roll over the carpet on the way to the toilet. Maybe the boys just looked at each other. What is this bloke? It's his first night he's doing this stuff. What's going on here? So he's come back, and me being me, I've gone, what's what's going on with the roll champ? I said, what's 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 this? I said, it's a bit of jujitsu or something. You know, just taking the piss. He goes, oh, no, it's a bit of pro wrestling. I said, what, pro wrestling as in like Hulk Hogan and that stuff? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, I know, and he thought I was going to take the piss. I said, mate, where do you do that? Because I had no idea you could even do something like that in the country. He said, oh, I'll, I'll tell this guy in um, Sunshine, George. He's been around for years. He said, if you're interested, come down. I said, mate, I'm there this week. And, uh, yeah, the rest is history. So, And it didn't come easy to me either. Yeah, so, no, I wouldn't have. Yeah, because uh, I was finding early on, accidentally, I was hurting a lot of people um, because my from the boxing yeah. and kickboxing background and then to learn how to be a wrestler, it's completely different. And Lots softer, isn't it? Lot softer, yeah. I remember the first rumble I was in. Um, I punched a guy square in the mouth, square in the oh, mouth, out of completely accident. Sorry, tricky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, history might repeat itself. No, um, I, it was uh, yeah because just out of reaction, you see a guy come to you and you just go bang. So yeah, but uh, and you know I sort of nearly broke my neck the first time I had to do a front flip and things like that. So uh, it was it was really hard, but I was determined um, because anything I put my mind to, I make work. Um, so and yeah, rest is history. Yeah. yeah. So the 
the in-ring part obviously didn't come naturally to you. You had to work really hard at that. No. But um, what about the other components of wrestling? The character? Yeah. It comes easy, mate. It always come easy. I mean, I'm sort of a, a bit of a you know out there sort of person anyway. Um, so fairly sort of... A bit lippy on the footy field? Oh, very tame. Yeah. 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 Very. Uh, it was part so of the fun, tiny. isn't it? So was I. It's half the fun, mate. <laughs> exactly. Just getting into your opponent's ear, telling them how bad they are, telling them that kick should have gone there, telling them you didn't help your mate out. Yeah, tell them they're no good. It's all part, all good part of footy. We got punched a lot when we played footy, didn't we? Yeah, we, well, we all played together at Windenvale. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. uh, then Lyle left I got, us. I got my jaw broken. Tough lead. Being a bit lick. Well, back no, in the eighties. Kissing. You're well, I kissed yeah. him at the end because he. Yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to wear a bit lip. He said, kiss my ass. And I said, no, I'll just kiss you on the face. Yeah, bang. So I did bang. And he's given me an uppercut and broke my jaw. And... Yeah, yeah. So the character side of it always come pretty easy to me. Um, and the first half of my career, I was actually a heel. So, um, and then... Well, with all respect, you've got the heel look. Oh, I have, don't I? Yeah. 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 I've, got a, I've got a head for, that's made for Crime Stoppers. Yeah. It's like, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, it's like what I'm working with here. It's like, you know, <laughs> give me a spell. Work with so, what you got. Yeah, it's yeah. what I'm working with. So, um, the, like I said, the character side always come easy to me. So, um, and then you just develop that and it, and it just progresses from there. So the, the Pitbull character would be my personality with the volume amped up by about 100. So, yeah. Would you have had to use that character in your bouncing days as well? When you want to diffuse the situation, you get the big voice back here. Oh, yeah, it's a different scenario because when you're bouncing, mate, and someone's being aggressive to you, as you know, you meet aggression with aggression where you're punching on, aren't you? So um, it was all about, um, you know, especially when you work in the front door, um, it's all about... Uh, diffusing. Hey, man, you know, it's diffusing yeah. it all. But if you got to go, you got to go. It's like, you know, what do you do? So, yeah. Very quickly turn from face to heel as a bouncer. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. Oh, I had some great times. I mean, we had a great boss too. Tosca Petrudis was our boss. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was all in-house work. So yeah. uh, Tosca always looked after you and made sure that, you know, you, you anything you needed, you, you know, got for you. So, yeah, no, that was great. It's good. And you've got a martial arts background as well. I know that you work with kids at the yeah. moment, teaching a bit of self-defense. Yeah, so um, their life skills program. So the company I work for is the MAT program, Martial Arts Therapies. Um, and I've been doing that for the last 13 years. And you love that, don't you? Uh, it's the best thing I've done in my life, mate. It's been the biggest growth period of my life for the last you know, 10 years, personal growth. Um, and it's basic martial arts principles and basic martial arts techniques uh, with, with a life skill attached to it as well too. Um, teaching um, a lot of kids these days about resilience, which I feel is a, a big missing factor in a lot of today's youth, is that resilience, just to push through when things go against you. Um, so I, mean, I could talk about two hours for what I do with work. So, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I know you, we've spoken about it and you were telling me that, you know, the fact that every morning you get out of bed and you're actually making a difference to people's lives yeah. is a big drive for you. It's massive. I love helping people and I always help. You know, there's a perception, there's funny, there's different perception of me out there and I always find them pretty funny because um, most all perceptions are wrong. Um, people see the side of me I want them to see. So if you treat me with respect, I'll treat you double with yeah. respect. But if you want to be a dick, well, okay, we're going. So it's pretty easy. I'm a pretty simple person. So, um, helping people, coaching people and helping people, I've always liked. It comes natural to me. 
Um, I've always been an ear. If anyone's, you know, even through my early years in my 20s, it's like one of those friends that's like something wrong, come and have a chat type thing, and you're all right, mate, and things like that. So I've always found that it's important. And it's for someone like me who's sort of full of confidence and sort of a larger-than-life sort of person, I think it's your obligation to help people out that haven't got that confidence and sort of drag them along and say, hey, you've got a lot of qualities in you. You don't see them just yet, but they're there. So, and that's the sort of one of the tacks I take with the kids as well, too. So now here's my theory on kids at the moment. I've got four, so I'll yeah, well, sort of speak with a bit of experience. What's the age 27 down to 14. Okay. Kids nowadays are too easy to reset life. They play their video games, you get killed, you push reset, you start again. So you don't actually get to push through, as you're talking about, yep. to, to the next stage. Yep. Since last time and you played a video game, you don't oh. press reset, you just go 100 metres back <laughs> down the road. <laughs> that's, that's <it>. exactly. <laughs> but, but that's what I mean. Things just start again for you and you get another shot. Yep. Life's not like that all the time. Well, you, you don't always you get lose. another shot. You've got to lose. You've got to lose, Tone. And, and with the kids, it's all about winning. Everything winning. Part- participation certificate. Yeah. yeah. If you come 30th in a race, you get a participation certificate. I mean, I understand the concept behind it, but what it's done is it's created a fake illusion for this younger generation yeah. that if I, I've only got to put in an effort and I'll get something. And as we all know, that's not life. You know, just because you work hard at something doesn't guarantee you for anything. I mean, it gives you a chance to get wh- what you want and where you're going, but it doesn't guarantee you anything. There's I mean, another if podcast. You do try, if you do try and you try your best and you don't win, you do get something out of it, but it shouldn't be a trophy. It should no. be the lesson that you learn. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've learned a lot more from losing uh, games of footy than I've learned from winning. <laughs> yeah, it's tried being a Carlton supporter for the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've, we've had our we've had our yeah. shot of being Carlton supporters. And I suppose does that translate into the the young guys coming through wrestling at the moment? Are they oh. that, that? Is it hard to take that away from them? That attitude. I'm taking that Extremely. as a guess. Yeah, <laughs> look. There are always exceptions to the rule. No matter what rule you apply yeah, to life, there's yeah. always exceptions. But I'm just finding the, ent- the self, the entitlement of a lot of the younger guys that are coming through is, uh, isn't quite right. So, um, look, I get it. Um, I get it, but I don't. I yeah. just like it's just that. Well, I've worked hard. I've spent my money. I've trained. I've gone overseas. I've wrestled for such and such. I'm entitled to something. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not entitled to a damn thing. Mm. No one on this planet's entitled to anything. So, and I think a lot of them miss that. I could write a few names down there for you. That's not one of them. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Look, personally speaking, I think um, wrestling's in a pretty good place. And, and, we, and, and we should say too, because we know that a lot of people listen we're generalising to an extent. We are. You're right. There's a lot of kids out there that want to do the hard work yeah. and that are prepared to do it. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing that you see kids that don't. Oh, look, no, no, Especially still, in this business. They still work hard. I'm not saying they don't work hard. They still work hard, but they think just because they've worked hard, okay. they're entitled to something. Yeah, okay. Sorry, you're not. You're not entitled to anything. So, you know. That's, um, the, that's the thing about wrestling as well, where it's a subjective uh, form of entertainment. So it is. Uh, if I'm a runner and I work harder than everyone else and I've got natural ability, I'll win. Yes. But with wrestling, um, something that you learned when you first started is, yeah, the wrestling part took a while, but the connecting with the crowd part didn't. And that that's the, the most. That's important. the hardest part to learn. That is the most important because we get very insular 
as, uh, in the in the in the industry. We get very insular, and sometimes we're and I've been guilty of it in the past myself as well too. Um, we get to have a, have a fishbowl mentality and don't mm. see outside that. The first and foremost important person in wrestling industry is the people sitting in the seats. They are the most important people. They've paid their money to be there. We have to entertain them. It's our obligation to entertain them. And what annoys me a lot is workers that come back saying, they go, oh, shit crowd, shit crowd. No, you just didn't work them hard enough. Oh, I tried to get them to pop and they didn't pop. No, 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 no. You didn't work them hard enough. Find an angle. Look at that person in the front row. Look at that group of kids that are make, making the noise. They might be the only group of kids making the noise or people making the noise. Work on them and the rest will come. Mm. That's your obligation to get out there and get out of your comfort zone. If it's not working, go back to the well again. Try something different. Okay, but tell a story with your match. And I think a lot of the times these days is it's wrestling. Look, we've got a new, unique style at Warzone. We're going for that old school feel. Okay, we want to be different. Family-friendly show. Family-friendly show. Um, the wars undo a lot for the local community, um, give away tickets to underprivileged families in the community as well too, which I find very important. There's one, one family that comes and, uh, they come with their uh, kids each show and, uh, it's the only outing they have. Fantastic. Warzone is the only outing they have because they can't afford anything else. So but they're choosing. And when they've, that, when a family that's chosen to spend their money that they don't have a lot of on yeah well they don't they don't spend any money because we give them we give them the complimentary tickets but they yeah probably still would um, yeah and there probably are families that you don't know about that are paying yeah um that they're the guys they're the people that you've really got to entertain and, and make it's, that it's about the magic. people it's about the people and the reason look everyone has their own different style and their own different business model and that's cool i'm not i'm not being critical but i just think we're Got to be real careful at the moment because well, the way I see it, I mean, I don't even watch WWE anymore. I just don't watch a it. A lot of people don't. Now. Yeah, because I don't like the style. We're basically, we're almost, almost, we're not there yet, but we're almost getting to the stage where we might as well just go to the local gymnastics centre, get a whole bunch of gymnasts and teach them how to be wrestlers because that's all it is in, in it's this flippy spot monkey stuff all over the place with no psychology and that's okay. But what it does do then is it I, I think after a while it's like, where do you go one high spot the next high spot the next high spot the next there's only so many high spots you can keep on trying to top yourself with and then what happens where do you go from there if you haven't got the ability to tell the story in the ring where do you go from there yeah so the spots are fine but they've got to matter exactly exactly and i don't think a lot of the wrestling i see it matters enough so but that's just my opinion and there'll be people listening the to their going, sorry, that's the beauty of wrestling because it's flavors of ice cream. It is. It is. Now, you know, um, I don't begrudge anyone. And if that's the way you want to do it, that's cool. Go nuts and, and good luck to you and all the best. Okay. But I still, we've still got a long way to go. We've still got a long way to go. We, as you know, boys, you've been on many shows. There's some enormous talent out there. Great talent. You know, enormous talent. Yeah. And this has been one of my bugbears. How many people did we get to the um, MCG last? 60, 70,000. 60, 70, right. Now, not every person who's a wrestling fan would have in Melbourne would have attended that event. Correct, yeah. Over the years, the crowd that have gone through the Lord Labor Arena with the shows and all the rest of it, let's just cap it at 100,000. Yeah. Your conservative estimate? Yeah. 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 Got a pool of about 100,000 yep. people. Why can't we even get 1% of that audience? Mm. Yeah, there's a there's a disconnect in in getting to them yeah. and realizing that the uh, a lot of the people who are in WWE at the moment came through 
the local companies. But even 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 regard even taking that out of the equation, even if they we didn't have the people that are in WWE at the moment, we've still got the talent there. There's many more people that you could take. There's I could think of five off the top of my head. You could pluck out a Warzone right now, and they'd be quite at home in NXT. Yeah, I agree. Quite at home. Um, well, you mentioned Zahn when earlier. John when? Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he, his size. Yep. Uh, fluent in Mandarin. Yep. Yep, like, his promo work's starting to come along nicely as well too. It'd be, so, it'd be a wet dream for Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that are wet dreams for Vince McMahon. <laughs> seriously, his hand's one of them. Uh, li- li- live wrestling oh, live. is obviously... Uh, I-, I prefer watching live wrestling over TV. I love the interaction, um, you know, the performers making crowd yep. do what they want them to do. It's great, isn't it? Yourself, lovable yeah. uncle... Oh, good old Uncle, uncle Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's, um, everyone's favourite uncle. Putting smiles on kids' faces. <laughs> that mean a lot to you. It means everything, mate. It's, it, it's you know, we uh, I do a lot of work for Warzone behind the scenes and stuff. And, uh, you know, with my, with my normal... I mean, I'm not having a suck. It's just you've got to do what you've got to do. Um, and sometimes you think, you know... And then all the politics that goes on with wrestling and all the rest of it. And you try not to get involved. But the politics in wrestling is like a... Bloody that tractor beam from bloody Star Wars that just sucks you in. Just when you're out, but just when you think you're out, <laughs> pulls you back in. But it's oh, been there since day one too. It's not. Sorry? It's not something new. It's been there since day one. Politics. I wish it'd stop, Tone. Yeah. I really do, mate. I really do. It's like, oh well, that's what happens overseas. Well, I know you numbskulls. <laughs> all right. Why can't we just have something unique to us? We've mm. got. We've got. We could cut all that out if people just stopped acting like kids in the sandpit. Lift the, each other up. Yes. You know, I mean, the thing is, people say, "Oh, I'm all for everyone. I'm all for about wrestling growing and all the rest." But when it comes to you know, putting their actions into wor- um, words into actions, it's, 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 it doesn't happen. Mm. And people try and shaft each other and cut each other. It's like it's it's just got to stop. It really has got to stop. So, and if we want to grow, because like I said, we don't even get one percent of a hundred thousand. Yeah, correct. Uh, one thousand people. If you're when you when we're continue. I mean, people say, "Oh, you know, certain promotions are drawing this and drawing that number and all the rest." And that's fantastic. But that's only a starting point. If you want to be think you're successful because you draw five hundred people, well, that's that's small minded stuff. Yeah, that's you know, great for where we've come from. Don't get me wrong. I'm not poo pooing that. Okay, it's great from where we've come from. We've got a long way to go, man. Those guys, you know. Okay, so let's take the guys that are going to work out for Warzone this Saturday. They deserve to be wrestling in front of a thousand and two thousand people for what they do. They deserve that. If they lived in other countries, they'd be they'd be working in front of exactly crowds. So the market's there. We just got to let people know about it. Yeah. You know, at the uh, last at the at the uh, MCG show last uh, last um, year, I was out the front um, handing out flyers for the for the show. I'm not too proud to do that. People say, "Why are you doing that? You're a 15 year old vet." I saw um, Mad Dog doing that for yeah. shows that he wasn't even booked on. Yeah. He was just throwing, handing People out would have run away from Mad Dog thinking that he, if he's going <laughs> to bloody... Oh, what about me, Tone? I was like, <laughs> I'm standing there. I've got an idiot. I wore my tight-fitting T-shirt. I've got the, the head like this. I've had spruiking wars, and people say, like, I'll take a fly. Mate, just don't punch <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... But, but even then, so you ask, but I didn't even know there was local wrestling. And I, and I, 
I kid you not, seven no, out of the ten people didn't even know there was an independent scene. Don't I, spin me that crap, people, because it's, it's true though. Because I, I don't tell know people, how you do if you tell if people you're we fitting, do a wrestling podcast, yeah, and they say you're talking WWE, and go, yeah, but we try to focus on Australian wrestling. Oh, there's wrestling in Australia. If you're seriously a wrestling fan, you would look on the internet. You, you would, would look think, on Facebook. You? you would look for yeah. local wrestling. You, you would think you if would. You're super passionate, you would. Yeah. But then you think about so- soccer in this country, where there's a lot of everyone who watches the EPL doesn't necessarily go to a Melbourne victory or a Melbourne Heart City game. And they're great games. Yeah, they're so great atmosphere. You think well, about you think about even a sport like soccer can't. They can't translate. You know what it is, though? And, and like honestly, the good old Aussie, Aussie apathetic no, no, attitude. No, it's, it's a stigma attached to it. People don't yeah. want to be associated with the stigma of being a wrestling oh, fan. Oh, you're a wrestling fan. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. What are you going to yeah. do that shit for? Yeah. Like, come you on. always say it's third date before but that's, you reveal but that's it. That's what what I think it is. Partner. <laughs> because it, it was exactly the same. When I was doing the commentary on Gladiators, people used to say you to me, too. I never watch Gladiators. What's it about? And then yeah. you tell them. And then all of a sudden, they oh, Vol- oh, that Vulcan and... Yeah, you know, they start talking about it. Yeah, as if. But their yeah. initial reaction was, "Oh no, I don't watch that." And time we one of my one of the things I'm uh, big on is um, obviously going getting out there when the show's finished and uh, thanking all the people that come. Um, and we have a lot of uh, mums and dads that bring their kids that not, oh, wrestling. I don't really know much about this, but they come to the show for the first time and then we walk out. Oh, did you enjoy the show? That was fantastic. Yeah, the story. I'm big on stories. You got to and big on characters. I'm huge on characters. I mean, I'm not call it my old school. Okay, I'm 51 years old. I grew up with wrestling when I first got in touch with wrestling when I was four years old. The good old fashioned, you know, festival hall days with um, you know Jack Little. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go to Grandma and Grandpa's house on a Sunday afternoon in Camp Road in Broadmeadows. There, nice pasta. Yeah. No, we uh, used to have the roast. Yeah, mate. beautiful. Yeah, the roast roast dinner, and uh, we uh, would sit down afterwards and watch the uh, the TV ringside. Yeah. And that's how I got into wrestling. That's how I loved wrestling from the start. So, that was who was me. your guy when you were a kid? Like, who was your favourite? Jeez, I don't know if too many listeners are going to remember this, but uh, superstar Billy Graham. Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. he was finishing up when I was a kid, so I remember him yeah. being involved with had the big Hogan fur, when yeah. I had the big fur watching. coat, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, the and superstar. You joke. think about su- superstar like Hulk Hogan based a big part of his act on superstar. Yeah, he did. Um, so he would be one of the first ones. And then, of course, uh, you know, you fall in love with uh, Hulk Hogan and. I mean, it, was, who, it was impossible not to be a Hulk Hogan fan. Who hasn't done the good old-fashioned one of those? Yeah. You know what Each I mean? I, <laughs> I think I did it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was bad for a podcast. I was doing, yeah, yeah putting my hand, uh, hand yeah. in the, yeah, the big ear. Yeah. It's the only way to take a T-shirt off, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, who um, hasn't ripped a T-shirt off pretending I, they're Hulk Hogan? Well, I've tried to. I'm trying to <laughs> you have to put the cuts in it. Snip the top, mate. He did. He's still good again. Um so uh, someone who is involved in Warzone, who I think is an absolute treasure to the Australian wrestling industry, is um, Ali, Muhammad Ali Vaez. Yeah, boy, uh, uh, Muhammad Ali Vaez, the good old septic tank. Yeah, yeah so um, <laughs> people who don't know his background. That's Yank, in other words, for you guys, Ali, in case you're thinking I'm paying out on you. But his background, he was um, in... Uh, OBW for 11 years. But he came up with Randy Orton and John yep. Cena, and he was in that yep. class. Oh. Yep, he was. Yeah, the man is like a walking Wikipedia when it comes to wrestling. And, and I, wrestling I, stories. Yeah, I just love his old school mentality. I love his values when it comes to wrestling, his knowledge. 
I mean, look, we don't see uh, eye to eye on a few things, but that, you know, once again, flavours of ice cream. That's objective. healthy as well. Yeah, If you both is. agreed all the time, your show would just go the wrong way. At exactly, some exactly. So, you know, he puts forward, uh, you know, a lot of, um, and just, just, I love listening to him when he's instructing a group of people. I just stand back and listen and because he just, even when he's been explaining things to me, it's like, of course, why didn't I look at it like that? So it's just it's just that outside mentality looking in. He is invaluable. He's heavily invested. You know, when he first came out in Warzone, he wants to um, make a, make wrestling great again. Okay, <laughs> he didn't have a MAGA hat, I don't think. But uh, um, uh, he does like Donald Trump, Ali too. Okay, mm. um, <laughs> he's going to kill me for saying that. He doesn't really. I'm joking. Um, he uh, no, he, he look. He just, he legitimately wants to see wrestling really grow in this country. And he's helped out a lot of people. He's even helped people out when I said to him, what are you that bloke for? Mm. He goes, oh, no, no, man, no, 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 he's all right, he's all right. And he just, you know, I said, no, he's not. But anyway, so um, he just he just legitimately wants to help people. And I think a lot of people over here have got their nose out of, not so much their nose out of joint, but a bit wary of him, thinking, oh, this bloke wants something. He doesn't want anything. He doesn't want anything, or he does want, what he wants is he wants to see Australian wrestling get better. You know, he wants to see us uh, improve our skill level in terms of, of many things. Um, you know, working on the fly is one of them. Um, and just playing your character, but making things mean something. It comes back, and that's where me and him clicked from the start. Very old school. I'm more old school than a T-Rex. Um, <laughs> he's got longer arms. Um, so, yeah, that's why we connected, but... Um, he's invaluable, Brent, and I just wish people would put their cynicism aside. And uh, and it's human nature, you know, because we've had Americans and overseas people come over here before and say that their best interests and, and they've shafted people. So I, I get it from other people's point of views. But, um, look, I'm, I'm pretty street savvy um, and I'm sort of able to see through people pretty easy. And, um, no, nah, mate, Ali's, Ali's got a heart of gold and uh, he's genuine, mate. So, yeah. I love the fact that you're old school. It takes me back 20, 30 years when yeah. I was heavily involved in all that sort of stuff. But do you find that it can be a disadvantage for you? Massive. Yeah. Because people, it's perception, it's funny, isn't it, Tony? We, uh, people's perceptions are more often, but it does get me into trouble. My direct approach does put people offside. Well, there's a perception around the wrestling industry that I'm un unapproachable. I mean, that's just couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, just yeah. look what I do for, for a job. If you want to approach me with a legitimate, a, a proper meaningful conversation, intelligent conversation, and put forward and have a bit of a chat and, and backwards and forwards, I'm all ears. Oh, when Walsh said we've got people coming, I said, come on, he's unapproachable. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I have a laugh when I hear that. It's like, well, don't you get it? Like, I used to. But it's like, well, you can't... But unapproachable in what way? That you won't listen to them or you just... Oh, I don't know. There's something I won't listen or it's uh, I'll, I'll shout them down or I'll do whatever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't... When people's perceptions of me negatively, I don't yeah. even buy into it. It's like, yeah. oh, what? that's your thought. I'm not going to change that. You're going to have to change that. And the only way you're going to change that is by getting to know me a bit better. So but that's okay, mate. Let's face it, we're all in an industry where we put ourselves out there. There's yeah. always going to be people who don't like what you do. Yeah, and probably – pro sorry, Brett? You just got to worry about That's life. doing what you want to do and That's you know life. what's right, you put that out there. But all it is is someone's opinion. It's not fact. That's yeah. all it is. Mm. That's all it ever is. Um, 
probably what's got me offside in with a few people in the past, Tony, is because if something's wrong, I'll mention it. Yep. Whereas people would normally go, oh, no, elephant in the room, we can't say that. Now, if something's wrong, if something's not, but that's what I've done all my life. I've always stuck up for people that can't stick up for themselves. And I'll always back people that I feel are being picked on and bullied. Or if something's doing, if someone's doing something not right, I'll call them out on it every time, every single time. And that's just me. And as you know, those sort of people get people's noses out of joint. Yeah. Well, I might have to have a chat to you because these two are doing this to me all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my personal experience of working at Warzone, I was nervous as I've probably ever been in my yeah. life. Yeah, were you really? Why is that? Cause you're the... Just because I, I haven't done it okay. before. It was more yeah. about me doing a, whether I want to do a terrible job. That's what I was nervous about. Yeah. And you couldn't have done more to make me feel comfortable and I was always appreciative of it. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, I'm a monster, aren't I? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm a firm believer and I only treat people as they treat me. But that's life, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's life. Yeah. The other question too, and, and please don't take this in a disparaging no. way at all. He's going to insult you, you. That's what he does No, I'm not going to, to but it's more so the, the, the company. Do you feel like a... A, a poor relation, a poor cousin to the and, I, and what I mean by that is you got MCW which really oh, promotes yeah. itself, it's big in name. You got PWA which is really big, da da da. I'm just wondering how these smaller type independents actually feel in regards to that. Smaller and compared to what? Well, just in, in to where they're at to an extent. Well, they've they've uh, gee whiz. Um, it's all perception, isn't it? Tate? Yeah. It's all perception. I mean, you want to break it down and look at the depth of talent. From a war zone roster compared to others, old back old back war zone roster. Yeah, and and the question wasn't definitely yeah. around talent; it was more about the fact that they and, and you're right, it's perception. Companies mm. like MCW and PWA and the yeah. like all seem to be very big companies in the independent wrestling scene. And then there's the rest. That's mm. the way. It, that's the way it yeah. seems. Yeah, at the moment they're doing really well. Four years ago they were wrestling in front of uh, eighty people at Telemarine Hall. Mm. So it turns real quick. Yeah, you, real, want, you can. Yeah, it turns real, real quick. And and this is the problem, um, not the problem, one of the things when you want to have sus- sustained, I'm talking about sustained, not success for two or three years and then drop off because that's the way wrestling companies have gone in this country for decades. Oh, gotcha. To have sustained success, sorry, sustained success, it's a bit hard to say with the front two teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jackson Kelly. Um, uh it takes long and it's frustrating and it's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for the other um, people that have invested into Warzone. But we know where we're going and, mate, there'll be a day when we're wrestling in front of 500,000 people as well too. Mark my words. That, I'll chop my right arm off. Good. So, Excellent. Let's talk a little bit about your women's champion who yes. uh, is extremely popular around the country but particularly with your audiences, which is Erica Reid. Yeah. She is a treasure. She's worked really hard, Erica. Um, very proud uh, Indigenous woman as well too. Um, we took her down to uh, 3KND um, with the G-man down there. Have you met uh, met that fellow? No. What an interesting fellow he is. Yeah? Yeah, from Alice Springs. Um, brought in to obviously get uh, the radio station up and cooking. and uh, they I saw a photo on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, in the studio, it was a breakfast yeah, show they, or something. Yes, yeah. on the yeah. breakfast show. Yeah, yeah. and the, mate, they gave us about half hour on air. It was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, so, and she spoke really well. Look, she's uh, really proud of her heritage. Um, so hopefully we get a um, few people from the station along and a few of her, um, obviously, uh, 
um, other the other um, Indigenous people as well too. It would be great to see them. So we've been lucky enough too that you've brought the belts in the into uh, the studio today. We'll try and get a photo of that and get it up on social with you with them. And yep. uh, the women's belt is there, and it's a beautiful old fashioned looking belt. It's just yeah. really nice. Thank you, Tony. It's um, that's um, you know, that's that's like I said, that's the feel we want for Warzone, that old school wrestling. I mean, when we when Warzone made the change over three years ago, it was like, well, do you do try and do everything the same as everyone else is doing, and compete for the same market, or do you go out and do something different and try and um, connect to a market that's mm. there? And you talk to most people. Oh, so we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. So I'll, I'll come back to that. But Erica. Um, the crowd love her. Um, she's such a um, generous, caring soul as well too. You just got to say the way she treats her, her pet rats, especially uh, Pixie there in the. Everyone in the loves the rat. The rat is over <laughs> massively. <laughs> Someone in this room who doesn't love the rat. <laughs> Don't you like the rat? The rat's over. She brought the rat into the radio station. Like Seriously, people want to get photos with the rats. Like, go away. We've got to get photos yeah, with the rat. I had a, had a nice hold like, with the rat in the studio here before. And yeah. we're at a showdown show with my, I took my kids. Yeah. And she spent five or ten minutes she's lovely, with my she? kids after the yeah. show. Yeah. You know, yeah, she's amazing. She's got one of, if not the best entrances in I the business in Australia. With the music, yeah. It's phenomenal. You know, it just makes you stop. It's a great away. gimmick, isn't it? You, with a little... Pay yeah. attention. Oh, She's yeah. a very versatile um, um, character. With the well. voodoo doll. And like I said, I'm all about characters. Characters are big. It just helps you connect with people. Um, it helps the wrestler connect with people if you've got a character as well, too, and if you can play it well. But, uh, you know, she's worked really, really hard the last two years as well, too. You know, coming down from Sydney as well, being trained up there and then relocating in Melbourne, you know, relocating to another state in itself in, in terms of then trying to fit in is hard enough as it is. Yeah. Um, but, no, she's a very driven, very motivated young lady. Maybe we should take an Erica as our uh, Sydney translator. Yeah. Yeah. To try yeah, and understand it's the always next year. I think she's, I think she's busy next Saturday. <laughs> I heard no, you guys just don't call the beer pots. Okay. <laughs> yes, no, we've, we've been told that. I think yeah. we're just going to order pints to be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yes. um, yeah, what I was going to mention before with the uh, when I'll ask you guys to get a consensus here. When was your favorite period of wrestling? My favorite. Um, Is it now or was it? Nineties or was it two thousands or when was it? Obviously, when you know fourteen to sixteen, I think that's the yeah. formative years was the attitude era for us. Yeah, um, bang, speak for yourself. No, no, I'm I'm saying that's what it, <laughs> that's what it was most. But my favorite time in wrestling is now. Yep. being an adult and having the ability to okay. go to forty wrestling shows yeah. a, a year. Yep, you know, um, you know, doing interstate trips with friends and you know, I. Right now, that outweighs anything of my childhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Who are you yeah. going into state with? Uh, just friends. Friends, yeah. Got, um, got friends. Brendan, Danders. Oh, yeah. No one in this room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, it's, I mean, it's probably the 80s uh, when Savage, that's Savage and Hogan, the year of storyline. than life characters. Jake the Snake, Coco Beware, you know, British, uh, Brutus the Barber, the British yeah, border. Correct. That was also a child as well, and I think that's when you can really connect to those yeah. big characters. I think when you're a kid, uh, so I think wrestling at the moment isn't geared enough towards like big characters towards the kids because... One company is. I'm saying a lot, <laughs> a lot because... Um, and I think it's great that 
Warzone does do that and, and really aim themselves at the younger audience because that way you've got other companies that can aim themselves at a more mature audience. So there's room for everyone. There is, mate. If everyone's well defined. Like I said, there's a big market well out there. There's a massive market out there. And what one of the things that have annoyed me along the way is everyone seems to be fighting over the same piece of pie. Yeah, that's not helping anyone. There's a massive fields of pies out there that everyone's sort of not ignoring, but yeah. don't want to try and tap into. So, but once again, it takes a long time. It that's takes okay. a lot of hard work as well. I mean, it, do, it does take a lot of work, and, and you'd know better than yeah. most. Massive. Yeah. And Tony, Tony's favourite era of wrestling was back when Luthez and Farmer Burns and I think Abraham Lincoln Correct. had a little bit of wrestle back then too. Hey, hey he put on a good figure four leg lock, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just um, you spoke about. You I remember I was sitting teeth. in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you, you brought up your teeth before in Jackson Kelly. Yes. Um, let's talk about Underworld. Bit Underworld. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That seems right up your alley. Uh, oh, it was underground like fight the sh- club. Yeah. yeah, it was like the show was made for me. Yeah, wasn't it? it was. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll cut you off. No, no, that's all right. Yeah. No, that's, I just want to know what you enjoying it. How 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 was the? Experience? I love it because the guys that run the show, uh, Mark Williamson and uh, Bruiser Adam, um, they we, just we love we love those. Guys. They yeah. wind me up. And I say, how do you want me to just go out and be Pitbull with the volume turned up? Right, no, no worries. So they gave me full license. And because it's an overage show, you can drop the odd bomb. So mm-hmm. uh, that helps as well, too. Oh, um, the, I think yeah, mate, if, <laughs> if you've seen some of my promos for backstage for that, it's like every second word, beep, beep, beep. So, but, uh, you know, look, it's, it's great. They're great fun shows. And now you've got a profile in France and Spain and Mexico. Well, I can't wait to see the shows <laughs> that are going to be in, in uh, um, other languages. I can't wait to hear how my voice comes out <laughs> with those other languages, so especially maybe India. Yeah, especially the Indian audience. It's like they're going to take a look at me and go, "What's going on here?" Seriously, yeah, unless they've seen Chopper, I reckon I'll be into you. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I get yeah. that a lot. So I thought, well, Chop mate, Chop. I even get it at the bloody Macca's drive-through. Seriously, it's like, oh, you look like Chopper S. Like, yeah, congratulations, you're the yeah. one millionth person that said that. So. Can I have free fries? Now? Yeah, free salmon. <laughs> Give me some bloody fries, all right? Yeah. <laughs> cheeseburgers. There are no cheeseburgers here. There's no cheeseburgers here. No yeah. cheeseburgers. Yeah, no cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they do a great job. And um, the characters at uh, Underworld, um, they're, they're, they're fantastic the way they, the guys... The greatest collection of misfits you've ever met. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, which show did you guys come to? Were all you at the last one? Yeah, oh, wow. All of them. Dowie Ogle was our last one. Oh, it was... That that was my favourite wrestling show yeah. of the entire 12-month yeah. period. Yeah, and that you was, guys are obviously uh, signed up to Amazon Prime to get the shows on. I'm yeah. not on. I was signed up to the. I was signed up to them on um, the other video streaming service they were using. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I haven't got onto Amazon yet, but I did watch yeah. them on. Yeah, there. we did. Yeah. We went live and we we watched them back when the episodes yeah. dropped. Um, I did enjoy the Kool Aid that they were serving. Yeah. At the last <laughs> well, you enjoyed too much. It. And drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Sorry, guys, that's my yeah. phone. That's all the trade announcements going off. Has Carlton picked up anyone yet? No, 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 no one. Of course, no, Eddie Lance Whitnell's coming Why the hell would you get <laughs> it? I've heard the Adelaide, I've heard the Adelaide Crows mascot. There's still some room in romance for football. My first it is football a, no, it's romance, a lovely mate. story. I've You're heard the Adelaide wrong. Crows mascots requested a trade to Gold Coast. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone, geez, everyone's leaving Adelaide. It's like the rats are sinking, deserting the sinking <laughs> And St Kilda should win a premiership. But now the Underworld shows, they're always exciting to do, mate. Like I said, the guys are sort of give me a bit of license so that's great um they just go out and be yourself so yeah but with the teeth it was a uh, a belt shot from jackson kelly so uh they didn't knock him out on the night they just got pretty loose on the night and then just been uh, went to the dentist and said that guy said there's not much we can do with those mate they're pretty loose already um you come. gonna have to wait till you, they fall out or we can take them out now and then get some dentures so uh um, I just left it because I think it sort of it suits, suits yeah, the character, yeah. mate. It's like it's that missing tooth thing. Should stay away from him. Makes it a bit hard when I go into primary schools for the first time and I'm um, working with a bunch of grade six girls and they look at me like it's like what the hell's going on here? You should get should see some of the looks I get from the teaching staff in the primary schools the first time I go into a school. Here's my, here's my working. So this doesn't happen. Here's my working That's with the children. That's first thing they asked me. Though so. I said, oh, I'm Craig here to run the program. Um, do you have you working with children's? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so yeah, no. on the lanyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, folks, get along if you can this Saturday at Warzone Wrestling Australia. It's uh, down at 91 Police Road in Mulgrave at the Warzone Arena. 20 bucks for adults, 15 bucks for kids' doors and at 6.30. There's a family ticket as well Fantastic. too. Yeah. Uh, two adults and two kids for 60 bucks. Yeah, good value. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great night out too. Bell, Don't go to the movies for that. And Bell at 7.30. And concession tickets as well too. And obviously all carers get in for free on their carers card as well too. 7.30, first bell and shall wrap up just after 10 o'clock. So a nice, easy night for the kids out there in Mulgrave Way. People, thank you so much for joining us, mate. We really do appreciate it. It's been too long on the waiting. Yeah, Tony, my pleasure. Mate, thank you so much for inviting me down, guys, and uh, having a bit of a chat about Warzone and uh, Underworld and getting to know a bit about my background. We we took a few uh, swerves, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, but, uh, that's about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and loving what you guys are doing for um, the local scene. It's thank really you, It's really great. It's uh, much needed. Um, and your, your impartial views um, on, on companies oh, are fantastic. Some of us so. are impartial. <laughs> You're looking at him. Yeah. Has, he got his, he's, has he got his shirt on? Brett Archer. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you check out our socials, folks, because we'll have uh, a photo of Pitbull with these uh, belts, so really good looking. And belts. you guys as well too. All right, yeah, we'll yeah. Yeah, we're getting there for Chuck sure. Chuck them over your shoulder. That's why I brought them in. Bit of photo op for you. Beauty. So yeah, have fun with that. I will, mate. Thanks a lot. Good luck on the you're weekend. Welcome. Thank you very much, guys. I hope I hope to see you there. Uh, you won't see me. Oh, oh right, no, no, we'll all be in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Sure. November thirty. November thirty is the one after this. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely it's in the diary. Warzone Wrestling Australia. Pitbull, right here on the turnbuckle. Our final segment of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. And as old school as you get, I reckon, people. He's almost as old school as you. Almost. 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 Now, they, make sure you get out uh, to the shows. They're, uh, they're great family family events. Um, my kids love love going to those shows. So go say good day to your favourite uncle. Yes. A very good day. 
A very good A, exactly. you could say. Hey, uh, guys, we've got some huge AEW news coming up, Lyle. Can we, yeah. Uh, we're going to go with it. We'll go February, AEW. Uh, Rumour is. You know, well, we've got it on pretty good authority. Pretty good authority. AEW are coming out to Melbourne. Wow. In February. I the, think they're doing more than one show. Yeah. But well, they're definitely booked. Um, yeah. The uh, Olympic um, area. Is Olympic that what you Park call? Olympic Park precinct. Yeah. Um, Last in time Melbourne. we get Lyle to announce news. Yeah. So very exciting. Hopefully all the big names come out. And yeah. Yeah, So what we've heard is mm. that uh, one of the venues at Olympic Park, um, I'm thinking probably a Margaret Court Arena. Or a Melbourne has, Arena, which I used to be high since. Yeah. Probably, yeah, one of those yeah. two. Um, has been booked and there will be an AEW branded show yep. in February. And I think you'll find a lot of local guys might be getting a tryout match type situation Fantastic. with that. So I, I know of a few of uh, I know of a few rumors of some phone calls. That's uh, that's pretty big news, Tony. That is massive Very news. Big news. Keep your eye and ears glued here to Arnold Turnbuckle and we'll bring you more as it comes along. Well, we're not usually news breakers, but someone <laughs> did pull us aside and tell us <laughs> his information. Lovely. So there you so go. So we just put it out there for you. Um, but yeah, February. So if they don't come, don't blame us. Nope. Well, then I'll name and shame the person who gave Roger. Uh, MCW9 boys last weekend crowned their inaugural women's champion. How'd the tournament go? Uh, it was good. Yeah. There were some really good matches in the tournament. Yeah, great, great. Um, two nights of women's wrestling showcased some of the amazing talent we got. Well, all over Australia. Um, yeah, all the matches were good to great. Um, the first night's already up on, um, on yeah, the court as well. They've turned it around really, really quickly. You know, good, good work by uh, Mikey and the team there. They not have slept. Yeah, probably not. And he's probably panicking and fretting over himself just to get night two out as well. So. Anyway, let's talk about the winner of the tournament, which was Steph DeLander. Yeah. Um, and it's a good news story for a wrestler who had a really difficult year last year. She was out injured basically all year. We There's an earlier episode where we spoke to her about it. Um, you can check that out in our archives. Um, but she's had the most one of the most amazing comebacks to, to be now the inaugural MCW Women's Champion. Yeah, yeah, she's just owning owning her character and big powerhouse in the ring. Oh, I'm I'm enjoying it. So, you know, was, I did want Kellyanne to win as a fan favorite, but I'll, I'll take uh, well, Steph Delaney. Kellyanne well. Jessica Troy's match was a highlight of the t- was one of the highlights of the tournament. Yeah, um, that, but I feel like every single one of the girls had a moment during that tournament. Yeah. Um, I mean, has anyone everyone seen Zena's um, Hurricane Rana off the apron? Yeah, straight into the guardrails. Fantastic guardrails. Um, how much did the crowd love Candy Lee? Yeah, as well. As soon as she walked, great through, reaction. As soon as she walked through the curtain, the crowd instantly fell in love. She's got a fun act, and she's a really good. She's got a really big character. So, um, look, it was a really enjoyable tournament, and it was fantastic to see that um, title now awarded. So, um, whatever I'm going to complain about to Mikey now, we, we might need to have a brainstorming session. Find something. Yeah, they might. They women's might, tag team title. Yeah, that maybe they have to have a cruiserweight title or something. Yeah, the <laughs> tournaments continue this weekend up in Sydney this weekend, where we'll find ourselves on Friday and Saturday at PWA Coliseum. I'm really excited about the shows in Sydney. You, what are you more excited about? Getting away 
for the weekend as a whole or the, the shows? I'm staying with you guys, so it's definitely the shows. <laughs> um, yep. yeah, yeah, well, feelings mutual. <laughs> nah, looking looking forward to it. They, you know, probably Tony will eat all of our food. Yeah. <laughs> well, Uber eats a lot, I'm assuming. Um, nah, this is going to be amazing. You know, everyone wrestling for a sword. You know. Um, some big names all across the country up there. Who wins the sword? I wanna, all right, guys, who wins the sword? Lyle? Uh, I'm going to go Davis Storm, our boy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a big uh, he's a big friend of the show, so I'm going to be I've got cheering. a crush on Davis Storm. Yeah. I think everyone that comes in contact with Davis would have to. Who do you think, Tony? Robbie Eagles. He's not in the tournament. Well, he'll still win it. He's not in the country. He'll still win it. You're he saying there's a wild it. card, Tony? Yeah, he'll He's come. in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on shows, yeah, he's, he's so booked this weekend. Can you pick someone who's in the tournament, please? Will Osprey, not in the, <laughs> not in the tournament, Tony. This could go a while if you keep asking. Can someone Bonza? Get... No, not in the tournament. <laughs> you know, you could, you could pick Jessica Troy, Tony. Is she in it? Yes, she's in it. She's oh, okay. Well, yep. all right, I'll go. She spoke Troy. about it last week. We spoke to her about it. You were in ripping the room. arms off and winning with a sword. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. She did. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Troy for me. <laughs> what about yourself, uh, Welshie? Uh, I believe you can have Robbie Eagles now that, that I'm not picking. Him. I believe that Matty Wahlberg will win the tournament. Oh, I could have gone Matty Wahlberg. Uh, yeah, you wanted Mark Wahlberg. He's not in yeah. the tournament either. He's on the grid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Um, I forget what I was going to say. I'm having a terrible night. Yeah, he no, needs to win, Matty Wahlberg. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, uh, oh, was it? PWA have released uh, a 40 minute documentary about Coliseum, and it's fantastic. So check that out. They are producing some of the best content that Australian wrestling. Might it's better than most Australian TV. Yeah, yeah watch that on the uh, plane on the way up. Yeah, good, good idea, Tony. It's beautifully shot. Uh, yeah, night one. Obviously, there's, you know, not much announced for night two because it's a tournament. But night one, you got some cracking matches in the first round. So, looking forward to a fair few of them. Yeah, exactly. Right, and, and boy, of course, Royce Chambers is going to be up there for a yeah, match, which is so. great too. Uh, and of course, uh, we'll be there at the PWA Fan Fest. If you're heading up to Sydney, come and say good day. We're on stage from eleven fifteen to twelve o'clock, doing a live. On the Turnbuckle podcast. We're going to announce our guests. Let's do that. Davis Storm headlines our guests, I was Headlines. Saying. Does he? Yeah. Well, he's in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I like and Royce, he's going to win it. And Royce Chambers. They're our guests that we've okay. got at this stage. Um, if we, we don't know. We could get more. We might get less. Hmm. We won't get less. No, we won't get less. <laughs> We're definitely getting those two. Yeah. It should be fun. If there's time. someone that you'd like us to talk to. Go and Just tell start. them to tell us. Yeah, exactly. And we'll <laughs> yeah. let it, we'll tweet let them, on. do whatever. But there's a lot of there's a lot of other stuff on the. I mean, Conquer and the Fudge are doing a live podcast as well. Yep. Which um, who? Conquer and the Fudge. Who are they? You've been messaging them all week. Oh, the Fudge. Yes. Oh yeah. He didn't enunciate. <laughs> and I believe there's a, a dingo puppy cuddling station. Yeah, adoption. You can uh, adopt. Are they um, doing a podcast. No, no, the dingoes uh, don't have microphones. Kingsley has a, a tea, some tea corner. 
Yeah, yeah, that I might. Uh, I definitely. Uh, Matty Wahlberg's doing I, the beer pong. I definitely won't be involved in any tea. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I might bring the barista over. Is that good enough? For tea? Something right up your alley, Tom. Kai Drake is doing a eating contest. Yeah, as well. no chance he is. You, no chance. You're gonna dominate him there, Tom. We know Tony won't be still there by then. So uh, I, I heard he changed his flight just to, he didn't want to lose. Just to get in. Oh no, no, yeah, he's seen it, and because I think he's been. Um, we should we should post the. Uh, the pieing. No, you showed it to, to show. us. You showed it to us earlier, and we were sick watching it. Yeah, yeah. and you were eating while watching it. That was weird. I know. Uh, and the food that he was eating had been sitting around for quite a while. <laughs> Upcoming shows: Friday, October the eighteenth, PWA Coliseum Night One is on at Max Watts in Sydney. Saturday, October the nineteenth, PWA Coliseum Night Two is on at Max Watts in Sydney. Warzone Wrestling is on in Mulgrave, featuring a twenty-man Royal Rumble and PCW Halloween Horror is on in Ferntree Gully. If you're promoting a show, please get in contact with us and we'll let people know where to find you. If you've got an idea for a podcast also, get in touch with Mike Podcast House uh, or on the Tone Buckle through the Facebook pages and we'll help you get on air. What's happening next week? Don't know. We're we just going to replay the live podcast. Oh, no, no, we've got a massive we guest We've got a massive week. guest, an international guest. What? Who? Yes, yes, we do. You can say it. We're going to say it. DCT. Oh, probably before his, he goes back. Probably his final interview before he uh, leaves the country. Like, probably. Yeah, well, you know. There's a, like, on the off chance. Yeah, he might do on the grid. He might be doing Conquer and Joyce. What? What's the his fudge. Yeah, You've fudge. been messaging him. Can you stop him? being such a jerk to other people? <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's not being a jerk. He's... Learn, so people's, na- he's learn people's names. Dowie was right. He's senile. Senile old fool, I think, <laughs> how we called him. We look forward to seeing you, if I can remember you, uh, next week, right here on the Turnbuckle. Tony will definitely call everyone mate. <laughs> on mypodcasthouse.com.